can you multitask? How's can multitasking? Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Cast. Josh is too busy. Not really, but that's Jeff. Hey, guys. And, and uh, Josh is here, and so is the Wells. Yeah, the Wells. All, all Wells. Present and accounted for. Bam! Bam! Uh, we were, and then you cut us all off. So I'm like, all right, cool. We're not talking anymore. We'll just let Josh be, you know, like whatever. How's your rinsing going, Josh? It's it's wonderful. Good. It's wonderful. I'm glad to hear. Although it is way too hot, way too early, if you ask me. Man, I tell you what, my uh. You're talking to somebody that has to mow the grass tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yup. Yeah, it's um. Supposed to be nineties. Uh, yeah, coming up. Yeah. It is Memorial Day weekend. So, I mean, like, you know, pool owners be wanting to open their pool. You're going to be able to. True. Around True. here. True. Um, My air meanwhile, it's hilarious. Non-stop, basically, already. Oh, man, it's, it's hilarious to, to have a conference call with my boss in Chicago, and he's, like, like rubbing his hands together because he's so cold. I'm like, aw. Oh, oh, oh. I haven't put on pants since last week. <laughs> since last week. <laughs> Pants? Pants? What are those? <laughs> I don't uh, even... I am unfamiliar with this term. Pants. We were, we were legitimately having this conversation. Josh and I work out of the house now, and, and we do a lot of our... Uh, you know, we our connectivity software, you know, like they have video conferencing in it. And so Wells asked the honest question, like, you know, do you guys dress up for these conference calls? It's like, nope. I do, but you don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, and on a Friday, I don't care. Like, I'm rocking a t-shirt on hey, a Friday. Hey, look, if, if I have to have a video conference call and someone so, someone above my boss is going to be on it, sure. I'll go throw a polo on or something like that. But most of what I'm doing, there's no need. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that includes not wearing pants. <laughs> Sometimes I wear shorts even. Well, I always wear shorts, but <laughs> rarely am I like... I found jeans the other day, and I'm like, what is this strange substance? Oh, jeez. I'm in this weird place where, like, a button-down short sleeve shirt and jeans feels like dressing super up, and I'm really <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm, am I going to a funeral or something? Like, what's <laughs> going on here? This is like, weird. Going to a funeral. <laughs> and we need to get you a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> Jim Bob would have wanted it this way. <laughs> I like to get the... Uh, the, the t-shirt that looks like a tuxedo, which says, like, I'm serious, but I also like to party. party. <laughs> and Jesus singing Leonard Skinner, and I'm in the front row, hammer drunk. Uh, yeah, so speaking of <laughs> Leonard Skinner, Guns N' Roses, they're doing a thing. I, I, like, that the picture, I yeah. like that the picture for this article is the... Skinny the, Axel? The short period of time where Axel had his broken leg. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That was the whole thing. Um, I feel like we talked about it on the show, but I don't think we actually had the beer. Uh, Oscar Blues put out a beer called Guns and Rosé in the like very obvious, look, y'all are big enough. You should A, number one, know better. Yeah. B, number two, like what maybe know better. It, Guns and Roses isn't litigious. Well, Metallica for that, sure. I, that's still a joke. I know it's a joke, but like they're not Metallica level litigious, right? No. But uh, yeah, Guns N' Rose, like there, there's no, there's no escaping this whatsoever. Um, I've had the beer; it's okay. You know, uh, I think it's like a kettle sour with hibiscus. If that's your thing, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, um, no doubt, no doubt. But um, yeah, so Guns N' Roses apparently figured out some six to nine months after 
the beer came out that, oh, hey, somebody's making money off of something that sounds close to our name. We should it see. It was more when they filed a trademark against it and Guns N' Roses is like, I think we might have a teeny little problem with this <laughs> trademark registration. Well, yeah. and, and, you know, like you said, Jeff, the fact that this isn't some, let's face it, this isn't some mom and pop brewery. This is Oscar Blues. Like, what are you doing? It's, it's, not, it's, a, it's not a mom and pop brewery and it's not some band that like is the third act at Dark Lord Day or one of those that Ryan posts on his Facebook every three months. I just listened to this album by wall panels and it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And I'm like, all right, cool. All right, cool. Man, I don't listen to your music. so I, I, I like the first wall panels album better. Really? Uh, okay. That was before it got painted. <sighs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just... Yeah, this, I'm, I'm dumbfounded by this, to be honest this, with you. This really is... I mean, Jeff's right. It's not like it's a... a what in the hell? Ooh, sorry. Birthday was, pour! No, that was a, that yeah, was a, that was a fast pour. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's a... It's not a small brewery. They should know better. Are you having a stroke? Dude? No, no. <laughs> that's not me. That's uh, that's this beer. It's, a uh, it, it's not that it's a small brewery, and it's not that it's a small band. They should... You know, like, these are two things that really shouldn't have happened. Yeah, but yet they did. Not. So what do you do? So what were you saying before you got birthday poured and almost spilled your beer? Jeez. Well, the thing is, like this one, you have to pour like super careful, or it foams everywhere. Or maybe just not glug the fuck out of it. I will glug every damn beer I want. Yeah, to. I mean this. This isn't like your. You're not your, the boss of me, Wells. This isn't like your local nano or even like a small level brewery that can get away with doing. Lucky Charms beer and riffing on that stuff oh, and just waiting God. for. I'm so glad we don't have any more art news articles about that. But it's like just you know waiting for the cease and desist and then be like, oh no, we can't make this beer again. And but they got their beer sold and that's all that matters. What the hell are they thinking? Yeah. Well, and, and Oscars, like, are... they're huge and they're pushing this in dozens of states. Like the risk reward here is not that good. Not yeah. That this good, would be okay if this was during that period where Guns N' Roses wasn't literally touring again. Yeah. Do it when they weren't relevant. Do it at, like pre-Chinese democracy. <clears throat> yeah. And, and even then, I, I wouldn't They even, could have done it during Chinese democracy. I don't even think Guns N' Roses was alive for that album. But yeah, I don't think him. even that's a good thing because what does Axel have to do better than you know, just like peruse the internet and sue people? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. But I love that. I shouldn't say I love. I, I found it hilarious that Oscar's like, nah. Yeah. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep brewing until March yep. of 2020. Fuck off. Just, despite being asked to stop selling the beer, they refused. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, although I have to say, like. So the band, the complaint argues that the band has, quote, suffered and continues to suffer and or is likely to suffer damage to their trademarks, trade name, business reputation and goodwill. So yeah. number one, can we talk about Guns N' Roses goodwill? Is that a thing? Do they have goodwill? Uh, yeah, probably not anymore. I mean, not in, forget this lawsuit for a second. Like I never would have uh, have conflated Guns N' Roses and goodwill. Yeah, you mean Axel who shows up like an hour and a half late to his own concert? Business reputation. Again, yeah. I mean, like I'd understand if, if the beer shows up late every time it's due. Like, like hey, we're, we're, we're trying to stay true to your brand, bro. You know, yeah. like that's... Exactly. But if you don't defend... No, no, you're right. Your yeah. trademark, you're then fucked. it's worthless. Yeah, it is. And we've discussed that thousands of times on the show that you have to defend your trademark. But they said suffer three different yeah. times. And I'm like, I don't think you know 
what that word means. Yeah, the well, legal uses. So past tense, future, uh, past, present, and future tenses of suffer. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so. Sticky prickly pear and, and floral hibiscus with a subtle hop profile. That's because people might think the beer brand is somehow affiliated with the Guns N' Roses, the band argues. Like, I don't, <clears throat> I, I, I don't. I have beer isn't even brewed with guns. Like, <laughs> it's not even brewed with guns. <laughs> nice. There's your show title yep. right there. I, you know, like, I don't feel like it's not a bad beer by any stretch of the imagination. It's not a cheap money grab. Oscar doesn't need to do it. I can understand the, the them being upset because they didn't approach the band first. But at the same time, like... And I was going to say, I think that's the part that kind of dumbfounds me is how many, like... Three Floyds does it. Stone does it. Like they work with the brew, or the yes artist. Yes. Why didn't they just do that? I mean, Trooper. You know the Iron, Iron Maiden collab. Yeah. You know. I mean that that's I think honestly out of all of this, that's what dumbfounds me the most. It's not like Oscar Blues is some tiny little place. They could have reached out to Guns and Roses and said, "Here's this idea for this beer. What do you think?" Hey, we're a one of the twenty largest craft brews in the country. And we'd idiots. love to like. Yeah. This hey, is just entirely dumb. avoidable. Would you guys like some free beer for your shows? We will give you some. It doesn't have to be this beer. Right. But we will give you some. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. This whole thing just reeks of just, what the fuck were you thinking? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it, it seems really short-sighted. And it's kind of a shame. Although it is, like the peculiar part to me again is the, now nah, we're not going to stop brewing this until 2020. Yeah. We're not, it's not that they're going to stop selling it. They're just not going to stop brewing it until 2020. Yeah. Like what is so specific about March, 2020 that you're looking that far ahead and saying, well, we bought enough hibiscus. We went to Sam's and we got what? a huge ass box of hibiscus. Well, it's, it's production schedule for the next year. And when you're a brewery that size and you're dealing with like tank space and batch size and everything, like, they probably already have their fermenters delegated for guns and rosé. So yeah, it's a shame they them. don't. Yeah. Uh, I'm just offering a potential. Yeah, no, no, I, I hear you. I'm hear not you. saying it's a good excuse. <laughs> just playing devil's avocado. It's just, it's, look, man, it's it, just an, an avocado beer. No, devil's avocado. No. Avocado toast beer. Why has nobody made that yet? I'm because shocked. it would be disgusting. Copyright craft beer. Beercast 2019. <laughs> yeah. 2019. We will. We we will intigate. Yelp. At least until March of 2020. 2020. That's right. After that, you make whatever you want, Edwin's List. So a uh, brewery that at least two of us on the show may have not have the best relationship with, I would say. Yeah. Okay. But whatever. Uh, anyways, unknown two beer van got stolen, and within 42 minutes we after think saying... You like unknown. That's what Josh is saying. After... Uh, 42 minutes, their van appeared again. So somebody so, stole it, and it showed back up. I didn't even bother looking at the article. Uh, what, did, what did they offer as a reward for A keg return? party. A keg party. Yep. So that feels like a trap. How hey, so? did you steal our van? Oh. Oh. If you stole our van, we'll throw you a keg party if you bring it back. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. By the way, the police will be there. <laughs> Well, no, they even and said, And we will have like, commemorative bracelets for you. Yeah. They're shiny and metal. The power of social media. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you have an, a, a easily recognizable van with your logo slammed all over it. Yeah, that's true. And you offer a keg party that... 
So their van got stolen. They put it on Instagram and Facebook, and 42 minutes later, they got a tip. It's like, hey, yeah, it's kind of on my neighborhood. <laughs> uh, hey, it's running in front of my house. So three people like broke into it and used it to break into like that was their service vehicle, I guess. They were just uh, used it to break into a number of other cars in the area, and then they abandoned it when it was time to leave. So they didn't even steal any beer. Is that what you're saying? I mean, nobody leaves beer in a, in a like a van, like a conversion van like this overnight. It's Fair just, enough. So at least you would hope they would. They don't. I thought maybe that was a problem. I don't know. Fair enough. That's a good, good point. So, I mean, it, it, it's cool. Like, and especially the the power of social media part, and the fact that 42 minutes later, because I guarantee you, if your SUV got stolen and oh, it gone. Yeah, and we put it up on, let's say, even our own yeah, no. Facebook and, and Twitter. You would not get that bitch back in 42 minutes. Now, even if you know somebody that Days. works at like a high-level government agency, they wouldn't be able to find it. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, I got it. Like, and maybe I'm wrong, but somebody else's van got stolen in Charlotte within the last two to three years. Oh, was maybe. it? Was it not? Was How many vans have been stolen? No, no, no. I no. think like a brewery, another brewery. A brewery van. Oh. All right. Maybe, maybe I'm just... Who knows? Could have I, happened. I have no idea where he's going with that. So, uh, Anyway, so to celebrate or commemorate or whatever, they are going to throw a citywide kegger on like a certain date where they're giving beers away for 25 cents just to cover tax. According hey, to them, so good on them. I guess. Can you offer free beer? It wasn't free. Okay. They're still selling it. Use your microphone voice. Okay. Use your microphone as in like talk into it. <laughs> That's right. So AB is getting hit with some more fines. Oh, is it because AB is so fine? So fine. This time, this is actually happening in, happening in Brussels. So let me get this right. They're AB in Bev, like Belgium. Belgium. Mm-hmm. Jean Claude Van Damme just is lost upset. at home. Yep, and they lost to the tune of two hundred million euros or twenty two hundred and twenty five million dollars. Yelch! That's gonna, and that that's is suck. for preventing cheaper beer imports from the Netherlands into Belgium. So they stopped cheaper beer from coming into Belgium. Mm-hmm. And they got busted for doing that. That sounds like something they would do. Yeah, totally. Doesn't it? And so I guess this investigation had been going on for three years. They looked into it, started to figure out what was going on, and then hit them with this 200 million euro fine. Show me, like, it, it, saying it started in 2009 and ended in October 2016. Yeah. So they got away with this for that yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Seven plus years. Like, good for them. Yeah. And they, then they prevented cheaper beer from flooding into the marketplace over a seven and a half year period. And they have to pay a $200 million or $225 million fine. 200 euro fine. Right. 200 million euro. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Carry the decimals. Uh, it seems like they could have made a little bit more money than that. Just a touch. In those seven and a half years. And that. While this is a, it's they're gonna feel it. If they made two hundred and twenty-five million dollars in like one cent, then it's worth it. Well, and not only that. So 
the EU actually cut the fine by 15% after AB admitted to doing the wrong thing and agreed to a remedy. So in other words, they this is really a slap on the wrist. Because like you said, Wells, they were doing this for how long? Seven but that's every years. fine that AB gets. Uh-huh. It is, we, we have talked time and time again that you almost wonder if they don't figure that into their strategic model of we're going to get a fine. Oh, a thousand percent. And it's going to cost yeah. us a million dollars. But we're going to make twelve bajillion dollars off of it. I mean, that's all day long. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know it's something else we've talked about. But honestly, I I cannot wait for the day where they actually get hit with a real fine, like something that will move the needle, so to speak. And we've we've discussed ad nauseum the the fines that AB InBev has received in the past, and it just doesn't stop that behavior at all. Yeah, you're right. Jeff is trying to show us something. Yes, it was Birdsong in oh. 2016. Their van was stolen. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay, so it's happened twice, okay? <laughs> Three years apart. Not a connected crime. I I'm not saying it I, was. Never I did. I am not saying that those two are related. I'm not saying they're not, but I'm not saying they are. But, yeah, this doesn't mean anything to AB. No, not at all. But this is also... You know why I'm so adamant about... I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect, mind you. I'll still sneak an occasional You're perfect whatever. in my eyes. But I'm saying, like, putting money in AB InBev's pocket hurts. You know, in, in recent local cases, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Brewers. Yep. Uh, they've messed in Texas. They've screwed up in Boston. Yep. Um, and then this, like, you're hurting Dutch Brewers if... You support AB and Beth. Like, they just, I understand, like, you're using your strength to protect yourself a little bit, but at some point, they just get greedy and, and too gargantuan. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Any other thoughts? It's not the last time we'll see this. this no, year. no, not at all. I mean, it, and, Kind of looking back at the number of years that we've been doing this, it just feels like we're seeing more and more of this. And maybe some of it's that the reporting has become more uh, visible. I think it's twofold. Or I think it's there, that, there, there's more awareness being brought to these matters and you know, AB's getting caught with their hand in the cookie jar a little more. I think that's probably more the bigger thing because you know Wells has said it time and time again that this shit goes on and continues to go on all over in every beer scene and every city and every state. In every country. Like, in every country. <laughs> uh, yeah, clearly. Yeah, so I think it's, it is it is twofold, but I think people are, are blowing the whistle more now than they did in the past because, yeah. you know, think... Think of how much of a boom we've had in the last 10 years for craft beer in general in the U.S. Well, it's so hard for the little guy to, you know, raise concern. Like all the all the local contacts that we've had over the years and, and you know, the, the conversations we've had about, you know, like we, we always ask that question. We go and we talk to a brewer. We always ask about pay to play and nobody ever wants to say anything because it's just, you know, like they don't want to be that guy. Right. And they also know that that's that starts a, a pretty big snowball down the hill. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, with the advent of the Sam and Sam collective, Canarchy, you know, Stone's whole thing, you know, you're starting to get bigger players that are willing and able and capable of spending the money 
to make a bigger deal out of this kind of stuff. Yep. It's hundred percent. You know, like maybe we see more of this get pulled out. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I think they're, you know, exposure like this is going to only make the transgressions smaller, drive them underground, maybe to the point that they aren't as perceptible. Like the point is this isn't going to stop. This is company culture. It's who they are. It's who they've been for years. I, I just don't see ABN Beth doing an about face on this and saying, oh, yeah, we realize we screwed up and probably shouldn't be engaging in these deceptive <laughs> business practices. Like, whatever. Mia, mea culpa. Yeah. It's like Louis C.K. Like, I hear you say that you're sorry, but I don't think you're actually sorry. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I'm, this one is. All right, gentlemen, would you like to play a game? Mm. Uh, after it depends. He, after he mentioned Louis C.K. Is this a tie into Louis C.K.? Because if so, <laughs> yeah, new, new. No. Okay, not at all. All right, we're back in the Kickstarter world. Then put again. your pants back on. This is called OP, the beer gadget. Yeah, you know me. The beer gadget, OP. So I can't show, opening, you, the, can't show you the page opening. just yet. What does it do? All right, so. It's an opener? It's a gadget. It's an opener. And it's, it's, a, uh, it's a prize something. It, it's got an opener. You can like clip it to your belt if you want to. So, so it's a Gerber. A carabiner with a car- carabiner Gerber tool? Is that, a, is that a birth control device? <laughs> ah! Ah! It's an IUD. It does kind of. Damn, where'd it go? That's weird. So I can't show you the page, that obviously. A if, I don't know, man. Because if I do, it's going to ruin the bit. But you can see it's like an opener, and you can clip it to your belt. You can <laughs> pry things with it. Is this for like, uh, like sealing a can or a bottle? It doesn't. Quite say okay. I didn't open. I don't know Ubisoft. what the three things are that. What I are you? Cl- what is this clipping onto? Like a bottle, bottleneck. This is dumb. I hate this. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. No, really. <laughs> I mean, like seriously, I, I really do hate this. So they're I selling these. I like it. I want it. I'm not buying this. They're selling these for 19.95 a piece. They currently have made 625 dollars. Okay. I still don't understand what it does, though. At least read me the description. OP is a beer gadget that is created for the solutions of the many problems that a craft beer drinker faces. Yes, tell me about my problems, Josh. I want to hear more. (laughs) It's not easy to sip a beer, right? This is going to help you. And how? Wait, wait. Am I in black and white? Am Am I spilling beer all over myself? Do you, like, you want to take a problem? selfie with your friends while you're drinking a beer? No. This will help you. Okay. What? Where's the... How, which, how about eating a sandwich? Wait, wait. Time out. Hold on. Which, which of these does this? How about say? eating a sandwich? I don't understand what... I, I've... Um, so, I'm not going to pretend to be like the world's um, uh, most tenured beer drinker in the world. That said, I think I've kind of gotten down like eating and drinking. You sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I, I don't have one of these, and I can still do it. Okay, so. All right, so now you know their basic description, Wells. What do you think? I still don't know what the hell it is. I'll play you the video once I can pull the page up. Oh. I, I can't I can't pull the page up yet because it's going to ruin the reveal. Okay. So what are the so, questions? Like you're asking us, did it fund? Or? Number one, yes. Did this fund? I hope not. And How number much two, were they asking for? 
Okay, so there. That's a good question, and this is in pounds, mind you. Oh God, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say student fund. So they were asking for four thousand pounds, basically conversion about six thousand dollars. Oh sure. yeah, it funded. Okay, go fund yourself. All right, let's see it, Josh. Come on, get the big reveal. Here it comes. Oh, oh, whoop. Mousing is hard. It is when you're in half the way of it. Canceled. Oh. Only raised 14,000. No, you said six. six or I'm six. sorry. Math I, is hard. They wanted 67,000. 67,000. They only got 15, only 106. That is the dumbest. So, okay. So, what this is, is it's like a plastic, like, you know belt those clip? No, no. You, you it's know a those belt clip that you can affix to your belt, yeah. and you hang the beer bottle by only. the neck. So from your hip. So it's it's, it's fine if you're standing around, but if you attempt to walk with this thing, it's gonna slosh. This solves the problem of I have a bottle of beer and I don't want to hold it in my hand. I want to eat my I sandwich. I'd be better off putting that sucker in my pocket. I want to eat my sandwich. So, like, if you've ever seen the novelty uh, beer holsters that are popular with people who drink Miller Lite, imagine a cheaper version of that. This is like a plastic beer holster. What the hell kind of picture did you There's show no us way. There's with? no way this thing lasts. What was the uh, price per? Because at least in the first picture, it looked like it could have been from six pounds. Or okay, so I was so six and a half bucks to get one of these. Yeah. That's highway robbery. Yeah. Yeah. That would be six euro. That would be uh, 4.2 pounds. You said six pounds. I said six dollars. Did I say pounds? Conversion is hard. Numbers. Conversion is hard. I just have to read what's written. Conversion based numbers are hard. Conversion hard. English worse. Much more worser. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, there's bad beer Kickstarter number two. So, I want to go ahead and mention this really quickly. <laughs> what you, is OP? Clearly not your campaign, yeah, right? You know it me. is UP, if anything. So, if you ever come across one of these, and I don't care if it's on Indiegogo, or Kickstarter, or any of that stuff, send it over to me specifically, because I like to try to keep these hidden from Jeff and Wells so they don't see them. Yeah, you need to slide into Josh's DMs. Yeah, it's probably the easiest way to do it, to be honest with you, but I... I Want to do more of these? Which means you're going to get a follower. Yeah, whatever. Josh is a creepy stalker. But I, I want to do more of these, and I'm already like almost halfway through our list. Man. So I know, but I, but you know, like we said, we're not going to do these every single episode. Right. It's the first picture you showed us. I was so unsure as to what it was. Well, that and the we were the, the, the problem with this one specifically is, had I pulled this site up, you would have seen right at the very top, canceled. You could have just like if you'd have just done this. Yeah, I guess I could have done that one. But I wanted to obfuscate it a little bit. Oh yeah, no, I'm fine. Make make you have to work. This looks so dumb. It doesn't it? Like, and look at this. You know that's breaking, yeah. right? Within the first time you put anything so, so on not, it. Not only is this is not only is it breaking right there where it where it connects to the clip, but these little like you're not holding too many bottles, and no. you know, and you know most bottles aren't going to work with that. Especially when you go rolling up in one of those delirium like 22 ounce bombers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This is. <laughs> This, uh, I got I got a Magnum of St. Bernardus. Why won't it hold it? I want my money back. 
I, I've got a few that are really close to my heart of how dumb can you get. Like I, the very first one we You're did. Right, your heart is pretty dumb. W- with that horrible drawing that that guy made. That was like my favorite one that ever. That one was pretty great. But I've got quite a few other that uh, they hold a special place in my heart. This was one of them. Like, well, I mean, so does plaque and cholesterol. So yeah, it does. Very true. Mm. All right, are we ready for break? <laughs> or at least a heart attack. Do it, Doug. All right, we'll be back in thirty. I see that look on your face. Like, you think I was going to make a comment off of what you just said. I was waiting. Because that's what I usually do. You do. You're talking about your balls being hot. I'm not going to talk about that. That's gross. My balls was hot. All right. Well, we did ask you to put pants back on, and I'm sorry for that, but yet not sorry at all. All right. It's time for by no by Willie Wells. How does that work? Well, we've been drinking beer for, uh, throughout the show. What do we think about it? Let's not get messy. Let's just give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, a one or a zero. Will we or won't we? Yes. So leading off the pack, Georgia's original Atlanta Brewing Company. I don't know if there's like a knockoff Atlanta Brewing Company that's not the original. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, since 1993. So, you know. Mm, keep talking. I'm looking something up. Yeah, okay. At uh, any rate, uh, so this is their IPA. It's just a straight-up American IPA, which I feel like at this point I have to clarify. Yeah, kind of. Because you two knuckleheads bring all of the haze <laughs> All of the time. Because it's good, man. Sometimes. You bought two of them last show. I did. All right, then. That's why I said sometimes. All right. Not all the time. Sometimes. Uh, this is Atlanta Brewing Company's Hoplanta, which I guess was originally called Hotlanta, and then they put more hops in it, and now it's called Hoplanta. This is what I picked up from their description on Untapped. All right. Uh, that said, uh, this is a, a very good serviceable American IPA. Um, there are some that I would prefer over it, but if I happen to be in Atlanta, I, I would not uh, turn this away. This is a good beer. I'd buy it. Wells? Uh, just a little quick aside. The Atlanta Brewing Company, we had talked about them. They rebranded from uh, the Red Brick Brewing Company. Uh-huh. They, See? I, I knew we had... They were the Atlanta Brewing Company uh, originally in 2000, or 1993. They were Georgia's first... Uh, brewery, uh, so hence the from the beginning or original or whatever it was, they rebranded from 2010 to 2018. So anyway, uh, I'll forget all those stats just like I'll forget this beer. I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, it's just this thing kind of belongs in the 1990s. <sighs> so it's not DDH. You belong in a museum, Dad. So it's not EDH, so Wells doesn't like it. Okay, Josh, what about you? I mean, this isn't terrible, but Jeff, you mentioned that there, and there are better American IPAs out oh, there. Oh, for sure. This is not. This isn't what, like, I think we are all guilty sometimes of going to the store and buying something, and it's like, ooh, I'm going to hate drinking all of this. <coughs> Smash pills, too. You know, this isn't something I would hate to drink. Right. I, I don't know that I'm going and buying more than I'd have to of it, but. 
So I guess that's where, it, for me, this is where the conversation gets interesting because this is a serviceable IPA. It is not trash. It's not terrible. But am I really going to go buy another one of these? Probably not. Probably not. It's not what yeah. I want. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I know buy. I mean, it's a good beer. But I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I mean, I'll, it's it's not a bad beer. I'll, I'll retract stretch, my buy. By any stretch of the imagination, but give Dang, me a... Jeff's a, buy just retracted. Yeah. Give me like a 3C or something yeah. else or anything. Yeah, so. All right, next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Um, Wells was talking last show about going to the New York cities. New, New York, York City. Get a rope. And uh, he brought a can from the other half. And this is Double Mosaic Daydream Double Dry Hopped. So it's not just regular Double Mosaic Daydream. It's Double Dry Hop Double Mosaic Daydream. What, what? DDHDMD. <laughs> Get with the program, Josh. All right, fair enough. I thought you liked Haze, bro. <laughs> Wells would like some more. Yep. Um, what cracked me up, and I shouldn't say, well, I mean, it, it did crack me up. This is labeled on the can, no joke, as an Imperial Oat Cream India Pale Ale. And I say unto you, oat cream? Does oat have nipples? <laughs> well, remember, we talked about this. You can make oat milk. And it's yeah, and atrocious. Oat milk, oat milk is weird. It's atrocious. Like I, I got some, and it's weird. So is that what they did with I this? I have no idea. I'm not a brewer there. Well, why not? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, the more important question, Jeff. Are you buying this beer? Um, actually, I love the hops in this. I'm a sucker for Mosaic anyway, um, but I really enjoy the hops in this. It's really damn good. Um, I... I I would buy it within reason, you know, like when this, okay. when this comes out and it's like $28 for a four pack, no thank you, sir. Okay. But at a normal price. What's normal? I'd pay $4 for that can. Okay. Not going to happen, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll be like five. <laughs> so do you have five it, on it? And if it's five, I'd put five on it twice, but that's it. Okay. You know, like... So some beers when they're good, like I don't mind. Like I go back to that old beer math thing that we used to do, where it's like, you know, like I have kind of in my mind where I want a bomber to be, right. and then like when you get into pint cans, like I know like kind of two pint cans is about the same as a bomber. So like twenty bucks for a really good bomber, like I'm down with that. But that's as far as I really want to go. I don't want to go any further than that. Fair enough. Wells, where you at, man? I I just really enjoy this beer. This one lit me up and. It's a shame that Jeff spilled so much of it on the table as he did. I, I spilled I, very I, little. I very little. May or may not start looking said table after said show. Josh, where are you? I spilled some on my crotch too. I hope you don't mind. So I did not see this in the list, and then when yeah, I saw well, it, Wells texted me like you know you know how it goes because it's always like I'm getting everything ready and I'm about to leave, and Wells is like, oh hey, do you want one of these? And I'm like, sure. What do you got? It was like two o'clock. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. I want to see what you got. And then he showed me, and I'm like, oh, okay. So so most of the time, honestly, I don't even look at the beer lineup unless... Actually, I don't. Yeah. I just tell Jeff if I'm bringing something. And I like all things with me, Josh goes in blind. We, we, I wait till we're recording the show, and then obviously I see it as we do this list. So I saw this, and I was very excited. And then when it hit my mouth, I was even that much more excited. Yes, this is a damn buy. It is fucking delicious. Yeah. Thank you very much for bringing this. Uh, the, oh, the, you should have seen what I didn't bring. 
<laughs> the untapped uh, listing says that it's brewed with oats and lactose sugar mosaic at its juiciest and creamiest. All right. Which I, what ifs? I'm again, not, and I think mosaic is like up or down for me. And the fact that I love this as much as I do, this is an up. Yeah, because obviously the beer didn't make it, but I did um, the hazy, juicy, fresh thingy majuber beer that they do all the time. High wire. They oh, had yeah. a mosaic one I got yesterday. It's all right. Yeah, I mean. Compare, put these, and obviously oh, well, know, yeah, different I mean, styles, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. holy shit, like, that's amazing. This is, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely different. And then on top of that, you know, like, it's, it's, it's not necessarily a fair comparison. And again, like, no, it's not, it's absolutely not. I, I think where, like, this one is towing that line, and I, and I enjoyed it. Like, so don't, don't take this the wrong way. I enjoyed it. But when you have something that's kind of citrusy, you know, like you do with with hops. Right. Know, I like that. That's what I what attracts me to hoppy beers is that kind of citrusy kind of vibe. Yeah. And you start throwing a ton of lactose in it. It it's it's dangerously skewing close to like creamsicle. And right. I do not like that at all. And I was gonna say, so here's the, this the, one does not. The interesting thing is, like you were just saying, Jeff, this could get into milkshake territory, out of hazy territory, really, really quickly. But it did right. not cross that line, which is good. All right. Next beer up. Next, we're up the fourth and last of the Event Horizon Spectrum series. <sighs> Sad. I'm really hoping, Wells, for the uh, mixed four packs next year. What do you Just think I brought this show? I mean, of the 12-ounce bottles. Ugh. Anywho, um, Spectrum 12, this is Imperial Stout brewed with honey and agave, aged in Josh's favorite tequila barrels. <laughs> you didn't turn your nose up at this when you were drinking it. We'll we'll have a conversation. Just oh, keep going. Okay, keep going. Great, I can't wait. Um, I definitely got some of those uh, like light agave notes. Uh, the tequila was nice. It wasn't overpowering. It is uh, as far as the four in the spectrum series this year. It is uh, for and, and maybe it's because we what we've had thus far tonight. It didn't feel like it stuck out as much to me as some of the other barrels did. Um, this this one I was really honestly looking forward to the most, but it's probably my fourth favorite. Uh, it's still good. I would still buy this, but um, yeah, it's still good. Wells, again with the old hickory disclaimer, this was my third least favorite of this. Uh, this is your number three? Yes. Yeah, what was my your number, number three? Four? Rum? Rum just by a nose. It was like a, a race between the gin and the rye whiskey. And then there are these two. And they're also there. They're, yep. Um, yeah. I like it. Yeah. But I don't love it. It's this. So, so it's, I, so, so, uh, constructive, constructive, Criticism, feedback, however you want to take it. Sometimes when there are four spectrums, it's it, it makes it difficult because you cannot help but compare them all against each other. Sure. And that's why I thought when I brought them in that maybe we did the four of them in just like a Royal Rumble type of situation. Oh, my goodness. That would have been a mess. We do not need a repeat of the Stout Show. Oh, four of them. But, uh, yeah, let us let us never speak of that again. 
I, I do. This is one of my better tequila presentations out there. I've had some really great ones. I've had some really terrible ones. I've had some that I've forgotten about. And then this is like the, like I'll remember it, but I'm not really reaching for it a whole bunch. And mm. I've seen better tequila out there, but it's hard as hell to have better tequila out there. It's just, it's it, hard to do. So It just, maybe, maybe tequila doesn't suit itself well to an imperial stout. Could. You know, I, I mean, you know, maybe that, you know, cause like, those one of the things we got really excited about the I mean, gin. Avery did a sour with Imperial or a tequila barrel and that was delicious. Sure, a sour, a goza, something light in tequila that makes sense. Tequila in a in a, in a in a thick viscous Imperial Stout might be where where it isn't maybe the best. But I mean, again, like it isn't necessarily a fault of Old Hickory because I feel like. For all of their, all the last two years of Spectrum, there's been a really not a whole lot of misses. This isn't a miss. It's just not my favorite. I think on average, this batch is my favorite of the two years on average. Sure. Oh, it's yeah. It's the strongest, but you're right. There are. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's good. Josh. Y'all are crazy. This is the best one of them all. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. How are you even standing up right now? I don't know. But how are, how are you how do you like this better than the rye? It, honestly, the rye and the honey kind of worked, but for whatever reason the tequila on this worked really well. I wonder honey. if I have to assume and and I don't well you may not know the answer to this, but I have to assume that by putting agave syrup in, mm-hmm. they had to back out some of the honey. And mm-hmm. since the honey is what Josh likes the least, maybe that maybe that decreased amount of honey presence. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe what you know, like like replacing it with agave may have really been the winner for you for yeah. someone who hates tequila. Yes, yes, I do. I I'm hate I am tequila. I am as you like to say, blown away right now. I hate tequila with a passion, hmm. and yet this is his favorite. I cannot say definitively one way or another. It's and, okay. And, and that's also because, like, what if I remember it one way, but that's, like, not the truth. No, no, no. It's, so. it's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't want you to lie. We already had fake news on the last show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff, final beer up. <laughs> final beer up. So uh, kind of going back to my story from uh, last show where sometimes they end up in a South Carolina bottle shop and I buy more than I probably should. Um the, the beer guy there talked to me. He's like, because, you know, we're having a conversation. I'm like, you know, I'm a, you know, from the other side of the border. And I'm going to get some worldwide stout. And I'm going to get some of this Blackberry Fort that I know Josh is never going to want. But, you know, like, I got this abider. Is there anything else that I just really need to have for the show? And he's like, oh, I have something, but it's in the back. Oh, that dreaded term. Ooh, it's in the back. Ooh. We don't let just the unwashed masses have it. Right. He's like, well, as, you- as far as I'm concerned, good. I, you know, he, he did remind, or he did inform me that uh, in a the next day or the day after, he was supposed to be getting a shipment of Mexican cake, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like cool, but been there, had that, don't need it. Um, so he brought out this bottle from Westbrook. Speaking of Mexican cake, called Velvet Tuxedo, and he's like, this is blah 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 blah, and it had a, a high price point on it. But I'm like, okay. I'll give it a shot. 
So this is a collaboration that Westbrook did with uh, three. I it's gotten so dark here. Uh, you can turn the light on. Uh, can I? Which yeah. one is it? <laughs> one day you'll learn. Ah, there we go. Ah, there we go. There we go. There we go. With uh, three sons brewing out of Dania Beach. Yeah, turn the fan back on, Josh. Your balls are hot. Wait, hold on. Uh, so Velvet Tuxedo, Westbrook, and Three Sons out of Florida. And the description says, This ultra-smooth chocolate and cherry imperial stout is a blend of the base recipe for Three Sons summation and Westbrook Mexican cake that was then aged in Cabernet barrels for 22 months and finished... We aged it for, yeah, yeah, and finished on cocoa nibs and dried tart cherries. There's that's, a whole lot going on in that that's beer. A, that's, a, that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. So it tastes like an imperial stout. It's been aged in wine barrels with uh, nibs and cherries. Yeah, I mean, I could. It um, seems like four things. I definitely feel like uh, I almost need a, a fork and knife for this beer. I mean, you can chew this thing, and that's not a bad deal. Um, it is boozy, and man, it gets right up to that line of being like medicinal cough syrup, but then kind of like steps back. Um, for it saying Mexican cake, I don't get any heat. It's the base malt recipe. So it's not... so. That's right. Okay, so it's the... the so it's, it's a the blend bread. of the base recipes for... So just take the malt, hops, water, and yeast for okay. these two things and combine them. Gotcha. So so none of the adjuncts that get added in later That's to correct. Mexican cake. Okay. Imperial that, stout aged in wine barrels with nibs and cherries added. Yeah. Now, I mean, if you like chocolate and you like cherries and you can find this beer, I would say buy it. Um, it was 20-something for a bomber. Not surprised. Which is pushing above my, my limit. But, you know, every now and then I like to treat you guys. So, uh, yourself. I mean, I, I say that, I mean, Wells brings it up for the show that I, I'm like, it's yeah, it's, it's a pebble in the pond, so to speak. But, yeah. uh, no, I mean, I mean, this was, this was real good. I like this. I would, I would buy another one. I, I'm not buying a ton of them, but I would buy another one. It's really, really, really good. Wells. Uh, Westbrook is pretty solid with selecting like, well, oh, we're going to do an Imperial stout and then age it in this kind of like a left turn type barrel. Uh, I wouldn't have thought to put this with red wine, but why not? Or the God, this was so good <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Like stop rubbing yourself. I'm not, I'm holding the mic stand in two hands. Don't, don't uh, I, why are you rubbing up against the mic stand? I'm not. Uh, why are your legs crossed like that? It's not. <laughs> Point is, like, this is a fucking delicious beer. It is decadence. It is a straight ass sipper. This is nothing to. This is something that I wouldn't even recommend bringing to a bottle share. It better be a small bottle share where everybody gets a good sized glug of this and can spend some time with it because there's just, there is a lot to unpack for for just Imperial Stout aging red wine with, you know, chocolate and cherries. This is, I like this a whole bunch. Josh, where are you with this? Oh, what? Oh, oh van, he's van. going. He's going. Oh, he wants more tequila. Holy no. crap! Are you serious? What are you doing? Are you out of the, your this mind? This is the this is the beer we're having right now. Yeah. Do you want that one? Which one is the tequila? 
This one. That yeah. one. Yeah. We're 12. having a little. Uh, We're over here talking about this beer. Josh is like, give me more tequila, which is a thing Josh has never said. Ever. Because Josh hates the tequila. No, I am trying something because I'm going to be straight out honest with you. I think because it was so pitch black in here for a little bit, I might have gotten the beers mixed up. How can I don't understand that at all. One of those tastes like damn cherries. One of those is chocolate covered cherries. The other is absolutely not. Okay, I didn't. I was just making sure. I hate <laughs> this beer. <laughs> I hate it. I absolutely oh. hate it. It is horrible. It is disgusting. It is medicinal. I feel like I just got purvised. You did, yeah, you did. It ain't me, Daddy. It ain't me. Oh, it's rough. And and I don't even think this belongs in a bottle share. Like you should bust it over the head of the person that brought it and said, "Go." Maybe shank them in the stomach now. So, you, just, so you're not, not good. pushing straight near thirty bucks for this bottle? No, I'm not giving oh. it a single goddamn penny. Ouch. It is just medicinal and sweet and cloying and all the things I do not like. See, I think it's got a nice uh, dry finish to it. So I, I would just, really like without being total douchebag. I'd love this with like some good cheese, mm-hmm. like a like a parmesan or, or like an a, aged gouda. Yeah, like so, something like with some crunch to it. Mm. I might be hungry too. You do you, boo. You do you. Yeah, I will. All right. Well, it's time for I tap that. How does that work? Oh, it's easy. Of all the beers that we said that we would buy uh, in this last segment, what's the one that we're going to put on tap at our home kegerator? Jeff. You know, it's a tough one. Um, I don't feel like I would... I mean, the Atlanta would be the, I'm here, I want a keg right now, I need a keg right now, you have nothing else. The Spectrum... It's not a bad beer, but it's not one I'm going to be happy with. And I don't want to pay the money for the other two. But... I was saying, are you about to just no-tap? I think I'm going to no-tap. Okay. Because I, I went back and I had a little more of the other half. And and I, and I still I like it, but I don't see myself... Like, you have to really be fully into a haze beer to love a whole keg of it. Now, now I'm not going to... Wells notwithstanding. Josh, I know people that have picked up a keg of Hazy and halfway through it, they're just done. I mean, I guess I could see it, but... I really like that double dry mosaic, double mosaic, double dry hopped, whatever. But you're still... But I, I, like, I just I don't see myself drinking a whole keg of it. Okay. And... The Velvet Tuxedo, while, again, decadent and delicious and whatever like that. I mean, this could it be would your take, new Baptist cake. It would take me four years to get through that beer. That, that could be your new Baptist cake. Oh, my gosh. I would never drink it. It's it's just, it's that heavy. It like, would hang around like an old man waiting for a bus that's got nowhere to go. Yeah. I <laughs> he mean, could I, sit through a couple of stops. And I, just wait. I, I haven't no-tapped in a long time, but I'm going to no-tap. All right. No-tap. Enough. Well, I you. honestly didn't even know if no-tap was a thing. I'd never... It is, technically. Ugh. Wells... This is this is a consent consent based podcast. No means no. Look, it's it's you don't have to do anything you don't want to. It's the velvet tuxedo. It's the mosaic daydream. I gotta go mosaic daydream, and that causes me a little bit of pain as I, which I'm sure will be alleviated by the rest of the sample of velvet. So what do I know? Very true, Josh. 
You're my boy, Blue. That's what again. I had no idea. Are you tapping tequila? No, no. The other half. I had no idea we were gonna have that tonight. And then when I saw the lineup for show two, my nipples got hard. Well, you <laughs> said blue because that tequila is the blue. Oh, got, oh yeah, no. I got no, no, believe it or not, the, this tequila is delicious. Like compared to the rye, which I liked, this is way way better. But no, I've, I've got to go with that other half DDH because that that's just it's magic in a can. It's damn good. All right, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Come find us on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Find links and uh, to our old episodes. You can search for beers in the little search box. And uh, if we've had it on the show, it should pop up. Uh, we got a link to our uh, uh, public tasting list. Everything we've ever had, which is great for data miners, I guess. Yeah. Like, if When did if, you add the totals to the top, by the way? It's been a month or so. Okay, I just don't I, like we. I am like, very I forgiving. Like, like we were having one of those conversations at one of our big milestones here in 2019, and I'm like, you know, like I felt like we wanted to say how many we had had, and I need to go back. There's still there's like eight episodes from the early days that I need to go back and just code out the bino buys oh, yeah, for yeah. you, Josh, because I didn't. Uh, that's why I show. Yeah, more I was sitting there going like, "How? I only missed a month. Like, how? Are yeah. you that far ahead of me? We yeah, busy. yeah. We we didn't have forty nine beers without you. I was about to say, like, it man. was a great show. It wasn't. I'm lying. Mark brought a bunch of New England style IPAs from California, and they all sucked. I'm kidding. Hi, Mark. Love you, Mark. You didn't listen. Tell us how much the glasses are going to cost. <laughs> Speaking of glasses, if you're interested in the glass that you'll see uh, on the uh, uh, post art or whatever you want to call it for this show, um, let us know. Uh, hit us, contact or craftbeercast.com via email or at CBCast on the Twitters. Great ways to get a hold of us and talk to us and communicate with us. Uh, if you're not telling a friend or sending us beer, um, you can support us on our Patreon. Uh, patreon.com slash craftbeercast Wells where can they find you oh hopefully they won't uh, at all the Wells Instagram Twitter Josh you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC don't forget to rate and review us or visit our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast thanks Chris that's right and beyond that we'll talk to you guys next Thursday <laughs> <laughs>